Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And I'm Jason. Welcome to the Microbrew Review. This is episode 61. Hey. And for this episode, we have absolutely no theme whatsoever. Well, we have a loose theme. All right. Get rid of beer that we own by drinking it on the podcast. Boom! We've never had it on the podcast before, therefore it is fodder for the podcast Fair game. right nice. now. Um, and we are starting with Rocket Dog Rye IPA from Laughing Dog. Should we go over how old each one of these things is first? How do we acquire uh, before said we, beers? Before Why we are drink they still them? sitting around? Yes. This one is newish, as I recall. It has a date of June 17th, 2013 on the side. Oh, that's not bad. It's not terrible. Well, which is important because it's an IPA. Yeah. yeah. So we don't want to age it. Nobody like likes IPAs. an old IPA. Except for dogfish. Yes, 120. Right. Speaking of, that's a story. Oh, Jason. So we had the Dogfish 120 Minute on the Best of the Worst podcast. Right. Uh, it was fantastic. And then, what, a couple days later, I decided, maybe a week later. I did not remove the extra beer from the fridge, which was my job. Don't, yes. Why would you remove beer from the fridge? Because we bought them to have one a year for eight years. That's true. And someone put too many in the fridge. <laughs> she told me to take two from downstairs. That's I not did what I, what I was asked. So he and took I brought just two. as many as he was told Would you like the Jesus exactly cup or the happened. Uganda cup? I don't care. Uh, Aren't Jesus they cup. both Uganda? No. no, one's Germany, one's Germany. Uganda. So I had a 120 minute. This is and very heady. It was, it's what, a one year aged or two year aged? Two. Two year aged, 120 minute. We've known each other far too long. <laughs> and uh, got, a little, got a little tipsy off of that and decided to go for my hop slam after that. And in what? That was in the span of about an hour. I got a little it sick. Was, they were all smooth. <laughs> you know, every beer he had was an exceptional very beer. Quaffable. It was a very odd experience, though, because I'm used to beer. You, you know, as you drink beer, you get drunker. And when you stop drinking beer, you stop getting drunker. Uh, not when you've had one 20 minute. That is like a shot. And it just kept taking effect. <laughs> and I kept getting drunker and drunker after having stopped. I don't remember what I was doing. It was something studious on the computer. And he just disappeared. And I thought, oh, okay, well, it's only 8 o'clock. You know, I'm sure he will just be changing into pajamas or making a snack or, you know, fill in the blank, something responsible and logical. No, he never came back. (laughs) You can't come back from that. I did not come back from that. It took him two days to come back from that. If I may piggyback real quick on that story. Uh, Before coming down here, I stopped and had lunch at one of my favorite uh, places, Jose Pistola's. And uh, ran into some friends, completely accidental, which was quite nice. Except you're there like five days a week, so it's not entirely accidental. They haven't been there in months, though. Okay. Uh, Not like, hey, I ran into people I know. What a coincidence. It's like I ran into actual friends of mine. Uh, But they were like, hey, they've got Mad Elf on tap. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. The bartender proceeds to tell this story. He's like, yo, this morning at like 11.34, we open at 11.30, it's like older woman comes in. She sits down. Proceeds to drink six Mad Elfs. Whoa. Eats nothing. Asks for her check. Stares at me. And just puts her hand up for a high five. <laughs> <laughs> and then she just kind of teetered on out. <laughs> wow. Wow. And I was like, that is an impressive lady. I know some seriously bulky men who cannot drink a six pack I'm, of Mad Elf. I don't think the, three of, the four of us last Christmas could handle <laughs> a six pack of Mad Elf. That's very true. Cousin Max has a great tolerance, and he still talks about how much it snuck up we on him. We all have great tolerance. Matt Elf is a sneaky, sneaky little guy. Is Matt Elf out already? Oh, God, Oh, yeah. it's been out for a while. It's been out I for just so haven't long. brought it for you because, again, as Ian says, it, hello, world. We're about to move, and moving is heavy. And you know what the two heaviest things in the world are? Books and beer is what I'm going <laughs> to throw out there. Like... All right, that's probably a gross exaggeration, but when moving, those are, might be some of the heavier things. Okay, true. Like, there's gold and stuff that we don't own. Beds. That's probably... Wait, babies? Did Beds. You say? Beds. Beds are heavy. <laughs> oh, okay. Desks. Uh, it depends on who... Our, de- our hardwood desk from China that... Oh, that Jason fun. has yeah. been dragging this desk around for like 25 years, yep. and I'm thinking... And it's not going to stop now. That's why we hire people to come move us. <laughs> Good luck. 
They right. always say people they, don't make things like this anymore. They come just like start the game, Star Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Do a better roll. <laughs> Do a better so, roll. So, Laughing Dog, if I recall my two letter abbreviations, is from Idaho, which makes it already... No, Udaho. <laughs> hey. I thought it, but didn't say it. Oh, how can you not think of it? It's not like something we made up. Idaho it's not a comment on as you. a state. That's like their state motto. <laughs> no, you do It's like Ithaca is gorgeous and you do <laughs> It's on all of the license plates. That's awesome. This is really good. Uh, I like it a lot, actually. For Have being we featured Laughing Dog before? Because uh, I know I've had Laughing Dog before. Yes, I believe I like they the have been. I like the nose on it, actually. But it says Rocket Dog to save the day. And what surprises me is... It's called a rye IPA, and we learned from Berlin that rye is often a very cheap grain to use when making beer, but it's a very flavorful in this well, case. Well, and more and more companies are using rye for some of their IPAs, so I think it's a, it's a purposeful choice. And I don't think that they're going to make... Just because it's a cheap grain doesn't mean necessarily that it's bad. Uh, Pale rye and Munich malt. Simcoe, Columbus, and Cascade hops. Well, I think it overcomes... The Simcoe, the fact that it's You enjoy too, it despite the Simcoe. It's two C hops and right. Simcoe. So you're getting the citrus more than you're getting that bitter. Oh, I won that by accident. Mm. Happiness. Um, it is a single IPA, so it's 6.9% ABV. Very, uh, very mild. We, very I know we have because I recognize the Labrador Retriever yeah. on the side of the bottle. Now I'm intrigued have. as to what, what it was. That we've had by Laughing Dog before. We'll find out. It's almost fruity. Do you get fruit on that too? Absolutely. That's why. Because I mean, normally I like the floral of IPA, the but the Columbus I get a and the Cascade are both citrus hops. So you you should be picking up. It's almost like a passion fruit. Yeah, yeah. It's not. A lot of times, rye and Simcoe Tangerine. for me equates mm. very bitter and um, very like single. I want to say monochromatic, but you know, but in flavor, if that makes sense. Right. Um, Just a single, a single flavor that's very overwhelming. And yes. Doesn't tan- doesn't a lot of change in your palate. Well, very much. a lot of the bigger breweries use rye because it's cheap, and if you read up on them, you know, the Millers and the Coors of the world, a lot of them use rye, um, and there's not a lot. No matter even if you're Jason on the best of the worst podcast trying to find some redeeming quality in them the truth is they didn't win and also when every time i'm excited and i tell people about that podcast and i say oh my gosh you're never gonna believe which one was the best of the worst no one that i've ever told that story to knows what lion's head is well that's the thing lion's head is a very regional specific beer so it's like best of the worst if you grew up in Philly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I would have bought it if I knew, but I was so, it's, you know, it's, was I'm used to there? it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yingling light. Right. Because we had to go less flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, but, I, would, I would put the lion's head on par with yingling lager and maybe even a little bit better. Uh, the original. So it's not, it wasn't super surprising. Well, if you would like to throw your hat in the ring for the best of the best podcast, now that several people have decided to do that. There might be a drawing. I thought I kind of got into that one. A drawing? Or you No, like, like, isn't it kind of fixed? It's a Hunger Games throwdown. It's the Hunger Games one. Yeah. Uh, Sean wants to be on it. Berlin wants to be on it. I mean, everyone. You could be Katniss. Yeah, you could be Katniss. That means I'll win. Wait, no. I take that back. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you want to be Peter Malark? He was on Saturday Night Live. He's very handsome. Eh. With without a Girls mullet. Girls seem to think so. You could have a mullet. Well, <laughs> that's my problem, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a girl. Eh. Whatever. Anyway, you could. It would only take you like thirty seconds in a hair salon to pull off a mullet. I'm pretty sure. I don't of think it. I want a mullet. I'm pretty sure I'm good without one. I had somebody compliment my hair the other day. The 80s are coming back. Are you saying I have 80s hair? No, I'm saying if you got a I mullet, you would have, have 80s. 80s exactly. And we're saying you're so ready should I'm they come so back. I'm so ready for the 80s never to come back. 
It's really sensitive. Though you are watching some 80s uh, TV shows that we have recorded. Oh my goodness. Such as? Scruples. I don't know what that is. All right. It's terrible is what that is. I also so, don't know so what many stars, are. though. What does Scruples right. mean? All right. No, um, Scruples was named after uh, this very, very rich husband said to his wife one night, you know, woman, do you have no scruples? And she said, no, not a one. And she just... Is this like a soap opera? Yeah. Well, it's like a miniseries soap opera. It kind of became yeah. like a telenovela. Like, like uh, Dallas? But it's not in Spanish. It's in English, yes. So uh, Judith Krantz wrote a novel in the 80s called Scruples. It's a very racy, sassy novel. I mm. love it, turns out. But when I was six or seven years old, I'm going to guess, it was on, you know, NBC for like two weeks straight every night for an hour. It was on. They decided to make it into a miniseries. And I remember watching it and just thinking it was the most fascinating, glamorous thing I had ever seen in my whole life. And I was at a family affair and I ended up mentioning it in front of my cousin's mother and she flipped and said, you did not watch Scruples. Are you kidding me? You did not watch Scruples. And 20 years later, I didn't remember a thing about what Scruples was about. I just remembered her freaking out, saying, right. you did not watch Scruples. And that's when I decided to pick up the book and read it. Isn't it interesting? And I was like, this is remember. a really good book. <laughs> I remember back um, with the whole Black Hawk Down thing, there was a either Philly Inquirer or New York Times, every, every day was coming out with like a two-page story and they were following these soldiers and they were just like telling the whole story and it was like really exciting to read because it was it read like a like a book almost but they were like real people getting shot uh and then the movie came out years later and i was like this all seems very familiar to me what is this why does this sound so familiar and then i was like oh right because i already read it and i i remember all of this happening but i was young enough that it didn't really it didn't register the as... The reality of, like, the importance of it and everything, the political, you know, how, how much it was in the spotlight at the time didn't really sink in for me. I was just kind of right. like, what's this interesting story on the newspaper? Oh, look at me reading a newspaper. <laughs> well, thanks And to in 20 years, you'll be looking back saying, man, remember when you used to read newspapers? And it wasn't on my tablet? Right. Well, Jason was astute enough to notice that Scruples was on demand or, you know, what's... Encore, Encore, one of those rerun channels. I like that their name is just like, hey, we do stuff again. Nothing uh, yeah, new here. Yeah, we do old stuff. <laughs> you know, it is. It's from 1980. Like, no kidding. Do they show Wings, too? Uh, well, maybe, but that's a show, not a movie, so that's it's true. a little tough. But at first, I wasn't sure how I felt about it, and now I'm completely, in like, six hours in, I'm totally engrossed, only... I really want them to remake it because they made it according to 1980 TV rules. So it's a really steamy book. It's it's kind of like Fifty Shades of Grey, but good, but if you will. All you see is Not like a bunch explicit. of people with like holding the uh, the sheet up to their chest. There's a point. Well, okay. So there's a guy, um, a guy from Spin City. The mayor uh, from Spin City is on there. Uh, a girl from. Uh, Sex in the City is on there. There's a whole lot of stars who 30 years ago were all in this show. And it's really awesome to see them before they were gray and before they were wrinkled and before, like, when they were really trying to make it. It's, it's awesome. Uh, but there's a scene between these two now famous people where she goes, make love to me, spider. And she just unhooks the top button of her shirt. And you see his eyes, and you see his eyes glance at, you know, her chest. But... You don't see her chest, and you don't see anything more than his eyes, and you don't see him reach, but they infer that this then proceeds to a makeout session that goes into a naked session that none of that ever happens. And I was like, right. on TV now, even at 8 o'clock, you would see something, you know? So One I of my wish biggest that they pet would peeves is like the, hey, we just had sex. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Let me take this sheet with me. <laughs> and it's like... Pretty sure I've never done that in my life. <laughs> <laughs> or had anyone do that, you know, in my presence. Even if who, I just met who you, takes a sheet? I'm not taking a sheet. Maybe a towel, maybe a t-shirt. I'm not taking a sheet. Like the, also, like, where's the comforter? <laughs> Where did you get that, like, it's just, like, so easily detachable sheet. <laughs> or girls in bras. 
if you that just got done with all of that, you wouldn't still be wearing a bra or Yeah. Or or it's like they have like the whole like, hey, we just had sex scene and like, you know, they'll be like somewhat graphic about it in like a network TV thing. And, yeah. Like, you know, you'll see her take her shirt off, but she's wearing a bra and like they go and have sex, but like the whole time she's just wearing a bra and it's like <laughs> No even, guy would um, stand for that. What was the Seth Rogan uh Second Mary make a porno. No. No, that was, there was nudity in that one. Knocked up? Knocked up, yeah. When he has, when they're, you know, going to town, she just wears her bra the whole time, and it's like, clearly it's just because she didn't want to take her shirt off. Like, as an actor, off. she as the didn't want to. Right. Okay, gotcha. Like, either find some way around that, or take your bra off. I honestly don't care either way. It just looks stupid. So in I, my opinion. I got us a little off track. <laughs> the, a little bit. Scruple. We're not really talking about beer anymore. Yeah. I do want to say, going back to the beer. Boobies can, for the win. Yeah, well, yes. But going Always. back to the beer, I hate the nose on this. Really? And maybe I think it's, it's the a cup. Simcoe nose. Do you want to smell? Ugh. Do you want to smell my cup? Yes, I do want to smell your cup. I kind of um, like it. Can I say that on the air? Yeah. Ugh. Two girls. Two guys. No. Yeah, no. no, it's the same. No, I okay. really don't like the nose on that at all. I don't think it's bad compared to the compared to last week's vomit. <laughs> did you miss that? You totally missed that. Oh, oh I did man. miss that. No, well, no, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did that, but that was following one twenty minute and hop slam. <laughs> uh, oh, the green bullets. We had, we had a triple IPA <laughs> last week for the okay. first time ever. From Green Flash, it's called okay. the Green Bullet, and man, oh man, that was. One of the most interesting beers I've ever had. And Peter couldn't believe that we both decided it was our favorite of the three, even though we said things like, it smells like... Vomit. Vomit. In um, my opinion. I couldn't get... I was just like, oh my God. This smells like that uh, that plastic. You know when yes. you open up... You open up... Uh, You're going to Ikea and you open plastic. up the new plastic thing and everything. No, I totally smell the plastic. Yeah. Or, you know, oh, I can paint smell that on like the very the top wall. of it, but yeah. under it, there's a lot of nice, well, nice nose. I let me get my nose in it further. <laughs> Try to smell past that. Like, imagine it's like the topsoil layer. Yeah, because putting my nose further it's in it. Further further. <laughs> <laughs> it's not so much smelling more of it, but it's recognizing and kind of taking away that top smell in your mind. I don't See, I'm not think, good at that. I don't think it smells bad. I absolutely identify that exact same smell. Yeah. And I'm willing to acknowledge that said smell is not necessarily appetizing. That said, I like the ta- the flavor. See, I didn't it's get that smell taste. until you mentioned it. And I know the smell is also very... Right. Would you like to rinse? Because the next one is very specific. Um, there's some water in the pitcher there. I do understand what you're talking about, but I do think there's a lot of nice flavor under that. Oh, no, the flavor for sure. I really like the flavor. So this is exciting for me in that this is probably... Knock on wood, our last Virginia podcast. Yeah. So we're just going to be... The beer mistress is moving. Boom! The dashing rogue. On the so road? So we can dash and be roguish up north where it's harder to get beer. <laughs> That's why I haven't listened to uh, last week's podcast yet, actually. It's because all we've done is paint. Change outlets. <laughs> and change outlets over this past week. Yeah. So, while you guys are uh, finishing up your beers, I will bring up something really cool that happened today. Uh, it's not that cool, to be Really? Because you're kind of beaming I'm right really now. I'm really excited about it, but <laughs> it's for like the nerdiest, geekiest reasons ever. Uh, I brought them with me, if you'll bear with me for a moment. Uh, RAR. When I stopped at, what? RAR. I was bearing. Did you Rawr. get that? Yeah, well, yeah. interestingly, I have coasters from Firestone Walker. Boom! Which has a bear on it. Which is really cool, but the really cool part about it is the bear stands up. (laughs) Oh my god! What? That's not a coaster. That's an interactive game. It's a coaster that like turns into a puppet, and also they have lions, so you can have your own fight. So we can figure out who would win in a fight. Finally. Which is also still my favorite question to ask people. And they're, it's uh, not a pickup line. They're actually Ian. having a uh, a little meet the brewers thing tomorrow, which I'm a little sad I won't be there for. What time? Can you get back? I don't think I can. But somebody was like, "Oh, cool! Look at that! Ah, oh, blah blah blah! Firestone Walker! I really like them." I go, "Which one would win?" 
And he just looks at me. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, bear or lion? He's like, oh, that's a really good question. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. I was like, you sleep on it. You don't need to tell me. I just want you to See, think about it. See, but that bear has abs. Oh, uh, and that lion doesn't? Come on. That thing is ripped. So I'm just really excited by this. We're going to take a photo of it. We'll post it on the interwebs. I'm way too into this. I can't even. Ah, he does. I have never met a bear or a lion built like that, if we're being honest. <laughs> I haven't met a lot of bears and lions. <laughs> oddly attracted to the bears and lions here. And I've never met a bear <laughs> like you before. Ah. Are those, is that the lyric? No. Oh. <laughs> so, since you're breaking out your fun stuff, well, how about this? Open the next beer and then I'll give you your present. Yay. I saw that you got me a present. I wasn't sure if it was a today present. Next up, we have the Seriously Bad Elf. Which I bought because of its amazingly rhymingness to yeah. Mad Elf. It's a rather serious English double ale. Do you think they're trying to cash in on the uh, I think Mad they're Elf super name? trying to cash in on at least the holiday thing. Yeah. And I wonder it how much... It is English, for the record, and they have a whole line. They have Seriously Bad Elf, Incarcerated Elf. There's like four of them. Okay. Because I was going to buy one of each of the, but I they're all they from the same I wonder who, who came up with the elf first. Because England was around before we were, so you never know. Well, maybe yeah. it was there. So I'm, no, I, I just really wonder, and like, I want to know. They have one that's a saison, one that's a barley wine, one that's an IPA. I wasn't. None of those are. So is their company just like is. something elf? You should read it on the side of the bottle that you're holding right now. I can't even. They don't even like have a name. That's really light. It is very light, surprisingly light. It looks like uh, the Yingling almost. I would say. Ridgeway Brewing. Ooh, that's really fruity too. Hmm. So what's that the style like technically? Whoop. A rather serious. It's an English double. <laughs> that man, or I suppose that elf, is quite ugly. Yeah. And it is nine percent. So, Mad Elf is eleven, but still, it's. Quite really substantial. Yeah. I do think smell? it's right about $10 a bottle. So um, I'm not going to say it's the most frugal alternative. It's not like a Fegley's Brew Works. Which we all decided that we really liked Fegley's, though. It was delicious. Pineapple? I don't like the smell. Pineapple? Yeah, but like Whoa. old pineapple. <laughs> old pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> like past its prime. Because it does. Pineapple gets very Yeah, where it's like a little fermenty, kind of like... Like, I'd still eat it, but it kind of has that, like... You'd still eat it because you're poor, not you'd still eat it because you should. I'm, like, really poor now, though. Because you bought beer. I bought a lot of beer. And Tell I bought us gift about cards, the beer you bought. And I bought suits. What? Oh, the Goose Island beers? I don't really know a lot about them. I don't know anything about them. I just know that I went in with a gift card, and I was like, I'm going to buy some beer for Thanksgiving. Uh, so I went to the bottle shop near my house. Now he's from the south, in case you were wondering. Just in case. Uh, and I thought Can I, have some I was going to pick up a couple growlers glass, for Thanksgiving. And the growlers were particularly nicely priced, so it didn't really cost a lot. And I had this $100 gift card uh, that a, a customer of mine had given me. And I was really looking forward to spending it. a customer who tips it. me in $100, I know. Well, right? I, it wasn't... For being a customer, it was because I hooked them up with some tickets. Don't say hook them up and customer in the same sentence. Also, Jason, ugliest face I've seen in a long time. It's a good time. face. <sighs> I feel like I'm going to feel similarly about this beer, to be honest. It's so... Oh. So not Mad Elfie? Oh. No, I could tell right away <laughs> from the, the smell and the color that it was not Mad Elfie. No, it's a seriously bad Elfie. <laughs> well, they got, they got a third of that seriously right. bad? Half... Two thirds. <laughs> All right. In that case, hold on. Uh, so anyhow, I was like, "Oh, do you guys have the uh, Bourbon County uh, Bourbon Barrel Aged Stout?" And she's like, "No, I don't think we're going to get any of it this year. I'm really bummed about it." Uh, you can't like, be ah. a reputable beer store and not get it. It's a very limited thing. They got like two cases last year, and that was it. And the demand only increased since last year, and I doubt their capacity increased that much. Uh, but she said, but we did get these. And it was four different beers from also Goose Island, who's the same one that does the Bourbon County. And 
I have not had any of them. They're all in like big, beautiful wine glass looking bottles. And they're all sours, and some of them are saisons. That's what. So, see, saisons I adore. But they're sour saisons. All right. So it's not, uh, it's not something you're gonna love, but it could be. It could be your like gateway don't, sour. Don't prejudge me. It could be the best sour of my life because I love saisons. Exactly. In other words, you didn't drink them all, and I have a shot at this. I haven't had any, and they were expensive. They were like. I think the cheapest one was $27. What? Yeah, the rest were like 30 and 40 I saw them all at Wegmans today, way cheaper than that. So I wish we knew if we liked them, because I would have nice. bought more. We can go back. On that note, would you like to open your present? I want to taste this beer first. I but yes. think that it tastes a whole lot like a Belgian single. Jason doesn't like most Belgian-style beers. And I will also offer, I don't love this. It's a little banana-y. Banana nah. I was going back and forth between pineapple and banana. The nose is pineapple. The taste is banana. Yeah. But not like the delicious Merry like Monk's banana. banana chips. Mm -hmm. Like with a little coconut oil when they're dried. Yeah. Yeah. Is that like a real thing or are you just making this up? Yeah. Banana chips with coconut oil? Well, what they do is they cut the banana chips thin, and then they spray them with coconut oil, and then they put them in a dehydrator, and they make them into, like, actual crunchy chips. I don't like this. <laughs> well, lots of places do. A, don't like dried fruit. B, bananas terrify me. Bananas are, like, the weirdest fruit I know. Can I be, be honest about bananas? Yeah. Yeah, all right. So I eat bananas because they are considered the world's most perfect food, like, in terms of how they're balanced and what's in them and the calories for the... Okay, that's why I eat bananas. When I was growing up, I would only eat bananas if I wanted to skip school because they'd make me throw up. That's so bizarre. I would eat a banana so that I could puke in front of my mom and be like, Mom, I can't go to school today. And then later I'd be hiding the banana because that's why I didn't the eat banana peel. She's yeah. got under her bed, it's all <laughs> banana peels. It's like moldy. <laughs> rotting <laughs> around. <laughs> banana. They're just like a putrid pile. So now and when I'm a grown up. Like. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's so gross. So I really like banana in its... I like frozen banana I like it chocolate. in like its purest form. Like I love banana bread. So I love the flavor that banana can give to something. I actually don't hate this beer as much as I thought I would. Uh, I, I cannot... If I'm a banana, if a banana is like you. perfectly ripe, I will eat it. When it turns brown, I get so nervous. But it's one of those things where every time I see a banana, someone's like, oh, do you want, would you like a banana? doesn't happen a lot that question but when that question happens my first thought is to go no i hate bananas but then i think about it and go well when i eat a banana i actually kind of enjoy it but there's just like the thought of having a banana just makes me so upset i don't know why <laughs> now you're drinking a banana see but i'm trying to go through my head somebody offering me just random pieces of fruit <laughs> and i feel like i'd have the similar like hey do you want a cantaloupe like <laughs> Nah. No. Now nah, you know what? No. Well, that's because cantaloupe's a melon. It's Why a melon, and melon is awful. Yeah. Is that not, but what about like a nice fruit? That's what about like a is, perfectly. No. no, just melon is like the worst I kid you fruit not. in the world. Melon is the second thing Ian and I ever bonded over, our hatred of melon. It's just cantaloupe, honeydew. I didn't. Uh, triples, I think. Those are triples. Or raisins. <sighs> it was dried a long fruit, weekend see? without sleep. Terrible, yeah, I don't terrible know. dried fruit. Either way. I remember that I didn't sleep and then he took me to Starbucks for the first time and he's like, you should get breakfast. And I went to get fruit in a cup. <laughs> I slapped it out of your hand. Yeah. I was like, don't eat that. It's full of melon. <laughs> it's like, melon is awful. He goes, you're right. Melon is awful. And that's why you're not going to pay for it right now. So bad. Oh my God. Especially weird. like store-bought melon, like pre-packaged because like all the flavor has been bled out of it. I could see maybe enjoying like a perfectly ripe cantaloupe like that was like organically grown, like yes. in my backyard or at my farm or something. At the farmer's market in Mannheim, where I grew ripeness. up, there's about two weeks a year when cantaloupe and honeydew is delicious, and they offer you free samples, so you know when those two weeks are. The other fifty weeks a year, just awful. It's just a bowling ball. <laughs> Like, don't even pretend it's anything else. It's just terrible. We should do Thailand. There's lots of amazing fruit in Thailand. Fresh passion fruit. We're not downplaying oh fruit. We're goodness. just talking melon. Melon. Just melon. I'm just saying you should go because it's amazing. Also, pineapple is more delicious so. everywhere else but here. I'm pretty sure. No, don't tell me that. But here you mean Virginia, right? East Coast? Ugh. I mean, 
I almost didn't get to I leave Hawaii because my luggage was stuffed with pineapple because Why are you so I was driving to be bring excited? it back. Why would you be disappointed rather than Because excited? I live here. But you could go somewhere else and have amazing pineapple. I don't pineapple. like to travel. I'm not going to travel for pineapple. <laughs> He's not a, You know how we like to travel for fun? Also, you like to travel, to travel like for warm booty. places. That's the difference. If there's some <laughs> promise just nodding. on the <laughs> other end. Yeah, the professor is just nodding. Right it's now. a great way to see a new city. <laughs> <laughs> From your back. Wow. <laughs> Only if you're not being creative. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting for Jason to punt that and he Process. didn't. <laughs> punt. All right. So, today I went beer shopping because it is December, if oh, you weren't time. aware, and we are booked like crazy for December because people want to throw beer pairing dinners for the holidays, which That's is jerks. fantastic. <laughs> what? I would like to say thank you to the world because your beer pairing dinner is basically fun at this podcast. Like, if it weren't for the little bit of money that we happen to eke out from doing beer pairing dinners, we wouldn't be able to buy the beer that we use to podcast. And we'd be so thirsty. We'd be so thirsty. We'd just be reviewing Bell's Too Hearted every week. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was out buying, we have a Friday and a Monday beer dinner this week. And as I was out buying the beer that we needed, Supplies. I accidentally came across something <clears throat> that I thought would make you so very happy. I'm intrigued. I am terrible at secrets, Jason. You she are. wrapped it, though. I In wrapped it. Is it behind that pillow? <laughs> it's under a blanket. It's under a blanket. So, uh, to your right, under the red, <laughs> I'm telling you, I it's been sitting no there the whole time, though. Right? It's like Dorothy and Mr. Right. Oz. So, da 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 da. Ooh. I'm cheap, but I could not not buy this after the last. Is it a mixed case? It is. It's a mixed case. Of something we've talked oh, a I lot know. about. J.R. Rocker. I'm pretty RJ? sure that's his name. RJ, RJ Rockers. Rockers. Whatever. So they had the black <coughs> pearl that we loved. Yes, they did. And then that they was had the such bell a surprise that we winner. had with Verlin, which was awesome. I did and not have that one. This one has four different beers, and it was too I was going to say, I already love some of their names. Patriot Pale Ale, eh, I can take or leave. You're from Philly, where, the, you know, people... I do like the Gruntled Pumpkin. <laughs> oh, neat. Or Son of a Peach. <laughs> also, Peach, one of my favorite fruits ever. This is exciting. Uh, that wasn't kinky, actually. The man will eat... Maybe both. Like a bushel of... Yeah, okay. A bushel. <laughs> a whole bushel. Wow. I made it worse. In, in one sitting. I'm sorry, I you made did. it worse. This, this could go downhill very quickly. <laughs> anyway, it's Pivot. called a box of rocks. Like a warm peach And I would like summer. to think that a box of rocks is better than a box bucket of, of ponies. Rocks. That is a great little term for them, too. Yeah. It's alliterative. A certain and you've had really none of those but it four, rolls. right? I have had none of these. So... And there's a pumpkin beer in it. Boom. I'm intrigued that the peach one is in here because peach to me reads summer and pumpkin reads autumn. And so where's the... Uh... They still had six packs of the pumpkin <coughs> one in the store. They also had six packs of the bell ringer, which we really did enjoy in the store. And at first, I, could, I did not realize that that was a 12 pack. I thought it was just a four pack, like a gift oh. pack. Um, and I was going to not buy that and instead buy a couple of six packs... But I decided since we didn't have three of the four of those, we should just buy it and try it. Super. We so somehow, this up. either like they're... a Viking raiding party spoils. <laughs> either they're it's getting better... It's nice that the better. spoils are pre-packaged <laughs> and uniquely Right, labeled. and even the labels are framed with the... They have little cutouts. Yeah, with the windows of I love it. perfection there. Yeah. I would like to say that that does show thoughtfulness that they went through and they, you know, purposefully put it so that they all face out. Because a lot of companies don't do that. And well, it just shows that next level. And I bought. And they both face out on both sides. Yeah, yeah that's even more impressive. I've been. It's easy to be like, hey, all the beers face this way. It's just those. It shows thoughtfulness on their part. And I've bought that. several. When we started into craft beer, maybe like four years ago. <laughs> I'm just gonna start drinking these now. Guys. We I would hope you don't mind. drive to Delaware to buy new craft beers. We wouldn't do that. That's probably illegal or something. I'm 
sure it's entirely illegal. I'm just sure that the cop who <laughs> we sits would also on 95 drink them. is not listening to we our podcast We would drink them right in now. Delaware, too. Um, also, you can't prove anything. All I would focus Maybe. on was buying mix packs because I didn't know what I liked. Right. So I wanted to try several different things at once. And there were definitely some breweries that would just like put a big X on the box and they would say, oh, this, this, and this is in this case. Like you didn't know by looking at the case what was in it because again. Right, they had like all of our cases say all of our beers and we will just scratch off the ones that's inside. Right, so. The Russian River does that. I don't think they ever do mixed packs, but they okay. always do. It's just like a brown cardboard it's box that says cheaper. like, eh, this might be Russian River. Also, it's probably Salvation. <laughs> <laughs> you might want like, to open it to check. <laughs> I, yeah, I always feel really shady like buying those boxes because I'm just like, eh, I kind of don't believe you, but okay. And they're not cheap. They're not cheap, but they are delicious. Russian River every time. So you've only had the Black Pearl and you've only had the Bell Ringer. Oh, I'm excited. This is going to be good. This is good. Do you want to open the last one? Uh, we all still have beer left. I'm done with mine. <laughs> it's because you That's poured you it loved into it mine. So much. <laughs> I loved it so much that I gave it away. Do you want some more since you ran out already? Uh, isn't it? It's all the all, right? <laughs> oh, well, I was going to give you a couple sips of mine. <laughs> oh my God. Am I the only one drinking the series? No, no, I'm right. I actually, I don't, I don't dislike it. Uh, let's okay. talk about it, actually, because we haven't really. Uh, so there's Banana Forward. Jason hates it. It reminds <laughs> me. <laughs> let's recap. It reminds me, oh gosh, Jason, do you remember like three years ago, best day after Christmas of my life? You got a trash can from me. No, that was the day of Christmas. Um, <laughs> we went to World Cafe Live to the oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, winter beer festival. Mm -hmm. You mentioned it. I got scolded by one That's of the brewers. That's wow. where I found uh, Matt Elf for the first I time. I held my glass to the side, like tilted. So that it wouldn't foam up and all that. And he's like, oh, man, don't do that to me. Why? I thought I was being helpful. I got scolded. Now I never do it if they... I do it all the time still. Apparently that one guy didn't like it and that scarred me for years. It's also where we waited in line forever for three philosophers because Jason was a philosophy major. And then we found out that he doesn't like... Quads. Yes. <laughs> so that was a long line. You know why he doesn't like quads? Because be they're full of raisins. <laughs> um, I always tilt my beer. So Almost I. Almost always. Or my glass. I do. It's, I'm not technically a bartender yet, even though we serve a lot of beer. I've but been to a lot of bars where they serve a lot of beer, and they almost always tilt the glass, too. Yes, exactly. Maybe not for stouts. How was it coming out? Was it coming out of a keg? Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't remember that. It's really and interesting that he yelled at, you, yelled at you. I remember the soft pretzels. Mm. And the fact that all of the food was very German, and Jason's not about to eat a sausage and like. <laughs> but I will eat peaches. <laughs> Millions of them, <laughs> just for me. Oh, my Lanta. That's so, a song. I know. Presidency I used to run around USA. the gym to it, and yep. It's a weird running song. <laughs> <laughs> I went to school somewhere where they didn't get the innuendo. Doubtful. Well, I think Doubtful. it's impossible not to get that innuendo. Even in the eighth grade? You didn't get the innuendo. I've seen pictures of you in the eighth grade. You probably didn't get it. <laughs> but she sure liked scruples. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so scandalized right now. Oh, I can see like the pictures back then and you sitting in front of the TV. Like, arm, hands cradling your face. Feet dangling As like one you. button goes and you're just like, oh my god! <laughs> I'm getting flushed. Someone change the subject. Verklempt. <laughs> uh, it's a good word and an awful word at the same time. All right. No, this reminds me of several other beers that I drink frequently. I just, is it like a Chimay? Like a blue? No. Okay, what's it like that I would recognize? Because it's like a it lot. It does remind me of something. I'm not like particularly pleased with this beer. It is what it pretends to be. I, I think it would be a little better if it, a, it were a little colder. Yes. Colder, rather. <laughs> it sounds like you said pretends. And it is what it pretends to be. Oh, isn't that what you said? Just a beer. No, portends. But he oh. he listened to what I meant and not what I said because he's a champion. He doesn't judge me by what comes out of my mouth. Isn't that one of the <laughs> only the things that we can judge somebody on? Eighth grade. Oh. 
Could you please Millions forgive the holographic gold Doc Martin? What? Why are you telling people about this? <laughs> Isn't that the best thing when people are like, I used to do this terrible thing when I was younger. <laughs> Let me tell you all about it so you can never take that image from your head. See, you're guys, so you don't remember things like bodysuits and vests. My mother recently bought me a vest and vests she said, are cool. for you. And you, women not can pull me. off vests too. Stephanie not when they're Vellani, sparkly. She would look great in a vest. No, okay. Not a sparkle. You vest. mean only a vest? <laughs> no, no, no. I think she could totally rock a vest. Anyway, my mother bought me a vest to which I could not seem to give it back, no matter how kindly I tried to rephrase it. And you I was can't like, just throw things away too. That's what ha- I donated it. Let's right. be kind. Donated. Yeah. Um, but I mean, as much as I tried, what it came down to was like, this was a 1987 vest and there was nothing I could do about it. And the fact that someone had kept it around this long so that she picked it up at a thrift store was just traumatic. Was this like recent? Three weeks ago. That's awesome that three weeks ago your mother was like, I think you'd like the sparkle vest. And tomorrow, the VA is coming to pick up the sparkled vest that I am donating to them. I love so that this. someone else's mother can traumatize them. They're going to throw it in a, they're going to sell it to a thrift store, and your mom is going to buy it for you again. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon, don't you have a, a vest just like this? <laughs> you and Jason can match. You just wait. It's better That's than a little it. SNL. Yeah. All right. Terry O'Terry. So I bought oh, this yeah. because I like stout. We're on to the next beer, <laughs> by the way. And this is the worst label I've ever seen ever. Really? Oh. Why? Well, I can't see it. Because I'm pretty sure someone made it in. It looks like they took a picture of like some kegs in their brewery and then took like. Photoshop and put the name oh, of the see. I don't think Photoshop is as expensive as the program that they used to do this. Uh, what's the what's the thing that like comes with your computer that we used to use back right, in the Right, where you like, stretch it. Paint. No, no, no. Uh, like with clip the clip art, art and the stretching. Like a PowerPoint. And pow- yeah, something like that, yeah. Help me, Jason. It looks like the, the front of like a CD cover that we made for... In 1994. Like instead of a mixtape, we're like, hey, I made you this mix CD. I called it Cisco Brewers Island Reserve. <laughs> it would actually be an awesome name for a mix CD. Ooh, that's Especially strong. if your name was Cisco. It's a Russian Imperial Stout. Okay. Which you would never guess by From looking Nantucket. at that label. From Nantucket. Yeah, no. So, yeah, tell us a little more about it. It's, what, over 10%? <laughs> I don't know anything about this It's beer. over 10%, I thought. And this one I did get in 2012, so this is about a year and a half old. But it's a stout, so you're fine to age it. This is a limited run, I believe. It was a limited run. I got in on that. That too. And I do not see the ABV on here. Maybe I'm just not looking hard enough. Anyone else want to take a go at this? (laughs) Seriously, I'm. The beer mistress was drinking. Also, what did you spill all over this bottle? Why is it so (laughs) sticky? It's so sticky. No, I figured that out. Um, It's so sticky. It's so sticky. No, there's no OBV. We're doing the whole rest of the podcast in British. <laughs> we're we're going to do it as the... Uh, Everybody pick a different British. Let's do it. No. The Monty Python... Uh, what were those guys called? They're coming back. They're doing a reunion. Hello. Nope. Brewed and bottled by Cisco Brewers, 5 Bartlett Farm Road, Nantucket, Massachusetts. I thought it was illegal not to post the ABV. It might be online. Yeah, some of them do For that. American beers. I've seen a few of those that don't have them. I've seen it too, and I've always thought it was kind of like a big no-no. I think if I'm going to drink it, I would like to know what it is. If we were prepared, we would have looked it up online. Yeah, well, I'm going to... We're a lot of things. ...not do that right now. But, <laughs> but I am going to do that right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a nice little raspberry kick to it. Raspberry? Rasp- oh, so yeah. it'd be good with like some... Sorbet. Yeah. It's I'm not really gonna, subtle, but it's there. I'm not going to give up till I remember that. Publisher? Is it publisher? That's Microsoft. a word. Publisher. I don't know. I like when people say words. It was no, something that we used to use at work where you could you could put in the text and then stretch it out. And it's exactly like that style. It is. 
It's, what is it, Cisco Brewers or uh, Cisco Brewers Island Reserve. C-I-S-C-O. Not like you're not doing that right now. I just said that I was not looking up anything on my phone right now. Yeah, I get but the raspberry even more now. That I am. You know what I really want to do? Uh, like real raspberry or fake raspberry? Fake raspberry. Ugh, okay. Fake raspberry is the worst. 12.5. Hello. But it's a single. It's oh, a no, Russian it's Imperial. an Imperial. What are you talking Never about? Never mind. I'm I totally wrong. That was the first beer was a single IPA. This last beer is a Russian If you're going to be 12.5, you should proudly put that on the bottle so I feel less bad about paying whatever it is you Average rating on untapped is a three and a half star. Out of five? Yeah. I hope it's not out of a hundred. <laughs> okay. No, I don't think I it's I will bad. now take a sip. Raspberries. Move it's, from no, bananas subtle, to though. raspberries. It, yeah, no, it's, it's a very subtle. fruity day, and we had passion fruit in the first one. Yeah. Banana in the second one. Raspberry in the third one. The only reason I asked is because we currently have a Russian... Dark chocolate. Really? Oh, sure, yeah. Well... Would you hurry up? <laughs> I'm drinking Jason's I too. thought you were drinking it right now and being like, oh, do you get dark chocolate out of this? No, you're like four beers behind. Was that convincing or what, though? In my defense, it was not was convincing. Awesome. God, it's just because you have a dark glass. It is not dark glass. It is recycled Drink Ugandan it up glass. <laughs> I don't. I can't. Oh, I, I'm, gonna do I'm gonna. But if you make me laugh, we will sit here and wait. I will not have rude elf. Do get a nice little nose. raspberry yeah. kick out of that. Underneath the dark chocolate. Yeah. I actually quite like this beer. Yeah, I do too. I would say this is a surprise. It's a good beer, but it's a bad label. Beer. Yeah. Well, hey, and Weyerbacher, we talked about that ages ago. We're so old. Um, but Weyerbacher recently revamped all of their uh, labels. Do you know who else did? No. Ballast Point. Sculpin has a new label. Does it? Yeah. It's not just like a fish anymore. There's a fish involved, but it's way cooler of a fish than the one we used to. So my thing when uh, Weyerbacher revamped was I was a little nostalgic for their old labels. I didn't like the new things. Just like I like the old $20 bills. I think they look way cooler. But you love the new $100 bills. No, I hate them. They look like Monopoly Canadian money. <clears throat> they do look They're like terrible. Monopoly money, but I like them so much. The security features are just fun for me We're to like look at. We're like normal countries <sighs> now. Yeah, but it's only in our largest... <laughs> Finally, because it's apparently like the most counterfeited bill in the world. Uh, American 100? Yeah. So, way to finally get on your game, America. I feel like for a while they were probably counterfeiting their own bills. And just like, <laughs> well, there's a lot of them rolling around there. <laughs> why not? Let's get out of debt. That's why Ben Bernanke finally retired. He was like, eh. Anyhow. Did you do it yet? You're about to do it? So Weyerbacher, they redid all their labels. Mm -hmm. I really liked their old labels, but they were actually terrible labels. I only liked them because I had like a nostalgic attachment to them. So the new ones are super cool. And their Winter Warmer is really cool because it has uh, a conglomerate of the Weyerbacher Big Beers Mix Pack characters all on the same label. So there is... Which is only awesome for me because we offered the Winter Warmer with one of our first dinners. But the label for the Winter Warmer is really fun. It's got the monk, it's got the uh, jester, the scarecrow, and a snowman. Adorable. So it's like the old heathen, it's the blithering idiot, it's the merry monk. Do you know what I can find almost always now? The Reserva. Beer. Oh, that was the, the Raspberry Reserva? Yeah. I really thought it was going to be seasonal, and for the last six months, I've been able to find it every time I want it, and it's really good. It's so expensive, but it's really good. Well, I just bought a case of the Bourbon County for $150. Also really expensive. I would rather have a case also of that really than a case good. of the 120 which we have, which was 200 That's true. And I like and I the Bourbon County age well. so much better. That's such a good beer. Also, they released the two new ones, and I tried the coffees. You said you tried the barley wine. The barley wine. wine. That's what I had. I really want to do a black and blue again soon. Is that the dogfish one? Black and blue? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. They do a black and blue. They do a black and red. They do a red and, and white. And Hellhound just came out. Which Did it? 
Yes. I think I still have like one bottle of that With left. the lemon, which at first I was like, nah, and then I read it. It's delicious. So many lemons. Very, very strong lemon. It's really nice. I still have life in the lemon. Wait, which one is that? It's called Hellhound on My Ale. That's the lemon one? Mm-hmm. Hellhound on My Ale. It's a, um, let's see what I remember about it. <clears throat> it's 10%. It's brewed with, I want to say like 10,000 pounds of lemon. Whoa. Uh, everything they do, or maybe 1,000 pounds of lemons. 10 would probably make more sense. It was sense, all in though. 10s, yeah. Everything was a 10. The gravity was 10. Um, the hops was like 10 pounds. Yeah. But yeah. So everything came out to be 10. I don't know why exactly, because it was, I think it was brewed for a 10 year anniversary or something. Yes. Of uh, an album. An album, yeah. <sighs> if I weren't a country fan, I would know the answer to what album, but I don't. I it's think it's actually more of a country thing. You think bluegrass? Or blues, yeah. Yeah. But it's called Hellhound on My Ale. Hellhound on My Ale. It's really good. We've done it, what, really early on. Maybe like episode seven or eight. We could revisit it a year later. Pretty awesome. We could revisit that and the Life and Limb in the same episode. I think I have a new appreciation, actually, for dogfish. Um, Well. I went through a phase where I was like, meh. You're a craft brewery and you're doing some creative stuff, but. It's almost like Firestone, where. You know, some of their stuff just sucks. And it's like, great job. But some of their stuff's amazing. And the thing I've always liked, and I say again and again and again, is dogfish, will, they'll try anything. Yep. They'll be like, cool, you know, what, what, what do we think this tastes like? And you really can't know until you do it. And once you do it, you might as well sell it. Somebody's going to like it. Somebody's right. gonna, we're going to drink it because we're going to be like, hey, let's podcast about it. Everyone's going to go on Rape Beer about it. Everyone's going to go on Beer Advocate about it. I didn't like this. Great. Cool. Your, your reputation is already solid. No one is going to stop drinking dogfish because they didn't like your hellhound or because they didn't like your sati or whatever. And Jason is dying to see the steampunk treehouse. I'm excited. Is that a beer? No, it's, a, it's at the Rehoboth Beach location, their headquarters. Oh. I guess they have a steampunk treehouse that's all... It was on the TV show when they had it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. cool. It was all like metal and soldered together and... So what do you think of the beer now that you've had a yeah. sip? I don't get any raspberry at all. Really? Like very very first part of the sip and like the back top of your mouth, I get it. Yeah. Nope. I don't get that any raspberry at all. That smell. smell. <laughs> has nothing to do with your throat. We're calling you out. Um, I also don't get any chocolate. I smell the chocolate. Her taste buds have been killed <laughs> by the... Deadened. Yeah. I don't smell... She's going to throw up. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't taste chocolate. I smell chocolate. I do not taste raspberry, period. What do you taste? Bitter coffee. See, that's why I said dark chocolate. It's like that bitter dark chocolate. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, there's definitely a dark chocolate. There's definitely a, a black espresso roasted bean there. I mean, it's stout. It's definitely... But I don't get raspberry ever. Hmm. From the front to the back to the. Close your mouth and exhale. Uh, I get darker roasted coffee bean. Interesting. All right. Can't make you taste something. But that's also the wonderful thing about beer. Some people love certain beers and some people well, hate them. You're also going to pull out different th- different people. will pull out different things from different people. Well, it's not a bad beer. It's still a Russian Imperial Stout. And I'm getting all the prominent flavors that one would expect from an Imperial Stout. I mean, it's not a disappointment not to get raspberry. I think I taste Catherine. <laughs> did you? Did we? That's uh, the old... Who's she? She's the original. The Russian Tsar? Yeah. The Tsarina. Sarina. Mm. All right, I'm Come sorry. Come on now. So many things were running through my head right now. <laughs> I was thinking Vampire Diaries, Catherine. The Video original. Game. The I game that you were going to let him borrow, Catherine. Yeah, Xbox 360, Catherine, which is a great game. No, but we podcasted the, the Courage Imperial Stout, which was originally brewed for Catherine. I don't think it's Catherine the Great. I think it's a different Catherine. I've only uh, recently learned that I don't like the... The Duchess? Duchess de Bubba. That one, yes. 
It always don't. looks good on a menu, but I ordered it once and was like, and I was alone. You know, as long as you have a friend who will drink whatever you <laughs> order and you don't need Yeah, if you order, order a beer by yourself that you don't like, yeah. you're there for the like next hour and a half. Here was the problem. On that. I was at Rustico, which is an amazing local bar for happy hour. And I was, I wanted you to be proud of me. So I ordered the mussels, which I never, ever, ever eat all by myself. And again, I was alone. So it was just me and this big pot of mussels. Nice. And as I looked at the happy hour menu of all of the different beers, I decided to order the Duchess. The French Duchess. The French Duchess. Uh, and the guy sitting next to me was apparently like a regular and had a great relationship with the bartender and all this other stuff. And I sat there for like two hours because I was actually killing time till I was going to meet friends somewhere else. And it was just a very long, traumatic night for me as my first night eating a whole pot of mussels by myself, followed by having to choke down this duchess by myself. And I was like, I don't know how I feel. I'm so intrigued by this story because I feel like I would be really enjoying myself were I in your seat. (sighs) Okay, first off, I really have come to... Also, what does this have to do with the guy being a good friend of the owner or the bartender? Nothing except that he ordered the better beer and I was jealous of what he was ordering as I was ordering the Dutch. I thought he was going to like hook you up with like a... a there was quite a bit of detail. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought he was going to be like, oh, you know, I see you don't like that beer. Let me get you something better. Hey, barkeep. Tim. My no. man Tim. Actually, every time I've been to this bar, being a woman has been a detriment. I think that's just life. <laughs> Ouch. Why? 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 Uh, Aaron and I went there together once. Oh, is that the one that condescended to you? Yes. And I love their food, and I love their beer menu, but every time I've been there as a woman, it's just been like a... Like, I feel like the staff looks at you like... That's like when monks. you give them your business card ahead of time. Well, but why end. do I have to prove myself to you in order to get good service? Truth. Why do I have to say, I'm the beer mistress, damn it? Like, let's have a conversation about beer. I think good service is the norm. You can, from there, take it to, I deserve terrible service because I'm a terrible human. Because I'm a jerk. Or I deserve exceptional service because I'm awesome. But good service should definitely be the norm. And when I was with Aaron, we sat at a table. And when I was alone, I sat at the bar. And I went... When I was alone after my trip with Erin, because I did still appreciate everything the restaurant had to offer, except the experience kind of I had like with the guy. Monks is a place that I almost rarely, rarely ever go to anymore. And to be honest, it's because it's like a block from Jose's. So between the two, probably going to end up at Jose's. <laughs> Uh, but a lot of times people are like, oh, yeah, I've heard about this bar, Monks. Let's go there. I'm like, that's fine. It's a great bar. Great bar. The Phenomenal service food. is terrible. Amazing beers. They're like almost solely responsible for the fact that there's good beer anywhere in Philadelphia. And because of them, it has branched out so much that we are like the best beer city on the East Coast. Easily. Uh, Which but, is saying something And the service is not terrible. Yeah. The service is just a little... We don't need you right you know it's That's like i make a lot it. of money anyhow i have my regulars they tip me really well i don't know who you are i don't care to find out what do you want and that is a gross exaggeration it's been probably two years since i've been there i always get that vibe are you too the only time i got good service there is when i took a hot girl there and the two of us went for an event not. And it was just a, like, cash-only, like, okay, and it was just the two of us hanging out for, like, an hour and a half. That was the only time I got good service. And even then, it was a random Tuesday at 3 o'clock. You know what and I mean? And hey, for a while, they could probably really afford to, to be that bar because they were the only cat in town that had good beer. But maybe they've changed, you know, or maybe they're, they need to change. Maybe that's the thing is, you know... They are very famous for being a great beer bar. They do have a great beer list, but there are a lot of other places I would rather go than that because... I even prefer their other establishments. Like, they have... It's not like Monk's 2 or anything, but uh, they have different venues that the 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 same owner has. And you can tell, mostly from the menus when you go into the place, they have that red binder kind of menu. 
there's probably four different places in Philadelphia where you'll sit down and you'll get that. And at the very least, you know you're dealing with the same ownership. So they're going to have good beers. Their food is going to be pretty spot on. Uh, Nodding Head is one of them. And I love Nodding Head. Can't really get behind their beers. It doesn't impress me a lot. Uh, there's a few. I think they're in the dogfish arena, but like really tiny. They'll do anything. They're like, hey, how about lemongrass with your Saison and crazy stuff? And I'm always like, I don't like lemongrass, but I'm going to order this. Uh, they do have a stout that they call Grog, which is uh, yeah, they do. pretty awesome. But so also... many Red Fair songs about Grog, bringing it on. <laughs> uh, but it's like not the best stout I've ever had. It's a really decent stout and it's, you know, it's a low stout for something percent. Uh, but I like to drink it's it. It's a real stout. Their food, though, is outrageous. So I would call Notting Head the first brewery Jason and I went to to learn about beer. It was that we went to De Bruno's and got some cheese and some great bread, and then we spent the afternoon sitting at the bar at Notting Head, and we met a good bartender, and that's always what it comes back to is, hey, I don't know anything about beer, but I'm willing to pay you, want to teach me? you to teach me. If it's at a sample at a time, or if it's at a pint at a time, or whatever, like, I want to learn. And that was a great experience. And I don't know that I'd go back now, or I don't know that I would seek out the chance to go back now, just because... To Notting Head? Yeah. I'd go back tomorrow. I think it's a great spot. I love it. I don't think I've been back in three or four years. So maybe it's worth a... Their beer really doesn't, like, by. wow me. But it's always worth trying. It's always worth having. They're always changing it up, and their food is really... I do Solid. remember their food being awesome. Plus, they also have trivia with Irish John, who is like the most foul-mouthed, Irish-accented trivia host in Philadelphia, at least. But he's awesome. That sounds like a evening Sun- adventure. Sunday nights, else. I think, if I recall right, correctly. Right, because if I'm going to go drinking with an Irishman, it should be Sunday night. All right, Jason. Which of the three is your favorite? Mm, probably the first one. I'm an IPA person. IPA? I like the Imperial Stout quite a bit. I don't like the nose of it. It's not Imperial. It's just a rye IPA. Oh, that's what I meant. We're I'm sorry, not talking IPA. about the IPA. No, I was. Oh. Right? Hmm? Yeah. You were talking about both. I got confused. I like the bad the elf. I didn't like the bad elf at all. Really? But I, I like the notice. IPA. <laughs> He's like, naughty, naughty elf. <laughs> but the, the Russian Imperial Stout now was. Now I'm just picturing close. Santa spanking an elf. That'd be a great label art. <laughs> <laughs> You could sell it for twice as much as... Ian, your favorite? Uh, I really like the uh, Cisco Brewers CD album. You like absolutely <laughs> terrible label art, but very good beer. Yeah. Hey, don't Brewers. judge a book by its cover, folks. There's little left. Also, Cisco Brewers, give us a call because we know some graphic designers who might be able to hook you up. With... I also know some children that might be able to... You make, some, stock photo. you make some pretty good beer. Let's help you out yeah. and make it more appealing. Also, this is like two years old. Maybe they've already revamped their... They could have. I wonder now why I felt the <laughs> need to, to buy, buy this. this. Because the label does not sell itself to <laughs> Um, I actually agree with Jason. We Hicks. should have a podcast about that, too. Label art? Great beers with terrible labels. Because that people won't be buy them because of that. So kind of getting the idea out there. I got to say that I love it that you've lived... sounds hard, but awesome. Yeah. I love that you've lived in a place where you just go shopping and you'll pick up a single bottle of something and maybe you'll hold on to it for a year or two weeks or whatever because you have a very eclectic cabinet, whereas mine is like, oh, I bought a case of this and yeah, I'm saving it, but I don't have... I don't have 20 or 30 different random beers sitting around in my closet and I would like to change that. Or shower. 30 random or beers shower, hanging yeah. around in your well, shower. Basically, the one what shower, I did was so. I shook everything out of the beer shower that didn't have, like, a determination on where it needed to go, and this is the three we ended up with, and that's why we're drinking this. That's cool. I mean, you've got that great cabinet in there, too. Some really solid We have the beers. beer shower, we have a beer closet, and in our next house, You're gonna we have, have a beer, a beer room. fridge. Also, make sure that you really, like, black out those windows. Not a lot of light coming in there. No problem. We've got a whole pantry. We're good to go. So, friends, find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dashing rogue. If you like us, we will uh, buy some more beer to hang out there. Oh, there's some extra, Ian. You like this best? You yeah, I'll take some. that. Uh, I agree with Jason. The Rocket Dog Rye IPA by Laughing Dog was my favorite for Also, tonight. doesn't it just make you want to th- sing Rocket Man? 
I am Look on at Twitter at Beer Mistress. Uh, I'm on Twitter at dashing underscore rogue. I'm going to find that dashing rogue one day, and I think I'm going to have to kill him. <laughs> wow. Just to have the underscore back. Well, no, to get rid of the underscore. Yeah. Also, who is this dashing rogue? And does no he know anything about beer? Does he? I doubt it. We are always Let's find out. At I thought I looked that up when we were first looking at these things. Challenge accepted. I'll get back to you folks. <laughs> Eventually. We'll have some bloody photos to go along with <laughs> Unless he's a mobster. <laughs> yeah. In which case, In which case we're dropping on this you, whole sir. thing. In which case, we'll buy you some out. chocolates and send you some... Flowers? Yes. Uh, we're always at dashingrogue.com, and we are booking now for New Year's Eve. We are looking for the right... We can only take one, guys. Yep. And it's really got to be awesome. We're looking for the right awesome party that wants to host... Stay home, have the best dinner party of your life, and uh, drink like you mean it. So find us, I would say, before the 15th of December if you want to make that happen. But this it week. will be such <laughs> a good experience for you and for us. So thanks so much for joining us. We had a really good episode. Next time, we will do our best to have a theme. Meh. Does that seem attainable? <laughs> Meh. All right. In that case, this is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And I'm Jason. Thanks so much for joining us.